This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. You know, there's breaking news today. The Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, is suing Pfizer. That's right. This is a big darn deal. He's suing Pfizer over misleading claims about the COVID vaccine and for their censorship operation. It's a very, very big deal. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. And my guest tomorrow is going to have an exclusive interview with the Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton. So let me welcome to the show the host of the Tudor Dixon podcast, my friend, Tudor Dixon. Hello. How are you? Hello. Good. Thank you for having me. Well, you've had me on your podcast twice, uh, which is phenomenal. And I feel like I've been a bad friend because I haven't invited you on my show. So I'm trying to make up for it. Uh, I see. I see. Yeah, I know. I was feeling I was not feeling the love from you. I know. I'm sorry. It's like if people invite you over to the house for dinner all the time, you never return the favor. You never even drop off food for them. I feel like that guy right now. And as an Italian tutor, this is very difficult. I'm in an uncomfortable place. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. I forgive you. I appreciate that. Tudor and I first met backstage at Fox News in the green room before we went on Saturday night with Jimmy Fallon, and we had more fun joking around in the green room together as we hit it off than we probably did on the air. So uh, we did. It was really fun. It was really easy to be back there, and it was easy because we had no one watching what we were saying, and we could say anything. So things could get rough here. <laughs> well, don't worry. We have the sensors and the monitors in the back, so don't worry about it. All right. So you got Ken Paxton coming on tomorrow on the Tudor Dixon podcast. That's a that's a big get. This is a this is a major deal that the state of Texas is suing Pfizer. I think. Yeah, it is, and that was one of the the questions: was how can this be possible? And so it'll be for all of you who are wondering, because we've all been told, well, there's this federal law that prevents anyone from suing Pfizer. Please tune in because he goes through it. He explains it. I think that depending on how this goes, there will be other opportunities for people who feel like they have been wronged by the pharmaceutical companies through the COVID pandemic to be able to have some sort of recourse based on what he's telling me in this podcast. Yeah. And and this is the thing, right? We've seen the censorship up close and personal. We've seen the lies from these people and they get a complete pass for everything, Tudor. And 
uh, I don't know why that's okay because a lot of co- if a company sells a product and they are not truthful about that product and the claims that, that product makes. Matt, I sent you the clip. Let me play for you. This is the CEO of Pfizer who was going on about how his vaccine had 100% uh, efficacy. This is the Pfizer CEO, Albert Borla. Take a listen. Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a the booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Uh, uh, in, in, against deaths, I think, very good. Um, and less protection against uh, infection. Now, we are working on a, on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1, let me put it that way that uh, will cover Omicron as well. And, uh, of course, uh, we are waiting to, to have the final results. The vaccine will be ready in March. Okay, Tudor Dixon, this is this is the kind of thing that we got to get to the bottom of, because, come on, you, we know that these guys were telling lies. That is exactly what we have to get to the bottom of, and that is what we have people like Attorney General Ken Paxton for, because he is... Well, he is the the attorney, the attorney general who has sued the Biden administration the most times. And now he is going after these pharmaceutical companies who we feel have misled the public. And and that will the beauty of that is it will bring out that information to see if truly they have misled the public and what the data actually is, because when I've talked to scientists who are researching this they're at big universities they say they cannot get their hands on the data they just are un- unable to get these pharmaceutical companies to release what really they know behind the scenes so do they know that they have any efficacy so so much i mean we're being told we were at one point being told 95 percent. you're talking about 100 percent. what is the truth did people get vaccines and then get covid two two weeks later because they they didn't actually have any efficacy whatsoever. That I, That's what we want to know. I believe that's what Ken Paxton will be getting to the bottom of. He will give you all of the details on exactly how he's going to do that and how other people can look at this from a different standpoint than the federal law tomorrow on the podcast. Okay, wonderful. Excellent. We'll look forward to that. So, Tudor Dixon, you ran for governor of Michigan, and uh, you should have won because, obviously, if you had won, Michigan would be in a much better place. Instead, the tyrant Gretchen Whitmer won, and she just signed into law some of the most extreme environmental laws that, uh, that, that are hitting our country right now. And, and the damage that, that she has done, I mean, the damage she did during COVID. My favorite, though, was when her husband, this is my favorite COVID story. I have a lot of them, but remember when her husband went to try to get his boat in the water at that marina? Of course. Yes, because no one else could. But, you know, Queen, and he, Queen and he dropped Whitmer the whole, can do like, whatever you know, she wants. Yeah, he was the, the whole, you know, you know who I am? I'm the first man of Michigan. Get my boat in the water. And people I mean, were like, actually, we do know who you are, and that's exactly <laughs> why you won't get your boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's great to uh, great to have you on the show. Tell me about what um, what the tyrant Gretchen Whitmer has signed into law here. So this is pretty remarkable because in the state of Michigan, you have to understand that in the Midwest, Michigan has the – most expensive energy in the entire Midwest and probably the least reliable. So we have had last year in the middle of winter, we had almost two weeks of some counties not having 
any energy, any power whatsoever. And and she went on vacation, and people were going, "How is she leaving the state when they have people? We have people in the snow out of power." And and let's remember that we go nearly to Canada, so we border Canada, and so we get to the point where we're in pretty cold weather. But she has decided now that she is going to have. A, by 2040, we are going to be 100% clean energy, clean, renewable energy. So that means no more gas, no more coal. We're going to be completely reliable on renewable energy. But it's, it's even more radical than that. I mean, if that's not radical enough. The state right now, I think we have about 13%, around 13% renewable energy. By 2030, she says, this new bill says, the state has to be at 50% renewable energy, 60 by 2035, and one, 100% by 2040. It's all, it, it is impossible. 100%. It's not only impossible, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 100%, that's insane. This is not even normal. I, now, let me ask you, my, my theory here is that, and we, you and I have talked about this before on your podcast, that Joe Biden, they're looking for a replacement. And I think that she is trying to audition here, just like Newsom is, just like Murphy is. She's trying to, uh, to audition here. And so in order to do that, you got to present yourself as the biggest leftist of all of them, right? So, I mean, you got you, you right. to out-left all the others. Exactly. She has to be the biggest radical. Remember, this is all happening four years. This begins four years after she's out of office. Now, in addition to this, she has her administration came out and said they don't expect any gro- job growth in the state of Michigan until 2030. So maybe once we're starting to get jobs, then all of a sudden we're going to have no energy. And honestly, that is a really a really big danger here because we're talking about wind and solar. That's it. They've said that nuclear doesn't count in this deal, by the way. So if nuclear doesn't count, you are solely talking about solar and wind energy. Now, you have to take farmland to do that. They are talking about taking over 200,000 acres of farmland to put windmills and solar power panels on. There is a point where the benefits do not outweigh the costs. And in the state of Michigan, we are there. This is it. These are not benefits. When you think, and I don't know if you've ever noticed, Rich, but those darn solar panels don't work incredibly well when they're covered in snow. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, this snow, snow tends to be a problem for them, Tudor. And let me tell you, I'm in West Michigan, and I am not. I'm not northern. I am like close to Southwest Michigan. And on Halloween, we had eight inches of snow on Halloween. So in the state of Michigan, we are pretty good to be able to say there are areas of Michigan that will have snow from September through May. And she's going to put a bunch of solar panels on. So are the jobs that we are actually creating for 2030 just a bunch of solar panel sweepers? Are they just going to be out there shoveling snow off of solar? Like, and how do you do that? What do you, how do you connect yourself to something that you don't slide off of these solar panels? What is the trickery that she has up her sleeve that's going to get all the snow off of these that's going to power the whole state? And let me remind you that at one point we were considered one of the manufacturing hubs of the entire United States. And to manufacture, I know this because I come from a steel foundry myself, to manufacture products, there is one key element you cannot leave out, and that happens to be energy. 
Mm-hmm. Tudor Dixon's with me. We're talking about the uh, tyrant Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan and what she signed into law, these extreme environmental bills, which are very similar to what's been signed into law in New Jersey by Phil Murphy and California by Gavin Newsom. Again, now, give me your, your take on this. We've talked about Newsom before. Uh, he's dying to run for president. This debate tonight with him and DeSantis, I mean, this is really his chance to show everybody he's just a moderate tutor. He's not an extremist. I think it's going to be Newsom's angle tonight. That, of course, with his beautiful quaffed hair. How much, po- po- was it, pomade? I guess he probably uses pomade or maybe it's just pure <laughs> actual crude oil at this point. I'm not quite sure. But like, if you notice, not even a single I don't know if moves. that's environmentally friendly. <laughs> the carbon footprint of Gavin Newsom's head is like 38,000 tons or something something i'm sure it's like seal blubber from seals that were naturally (laughs) dying let's face it this is not he did not use any type of oil or artificial product in his hair this is his chance this is his chance to come out with his seal blubber and tell everyone how moderate he is but we know he's going to do this and he's slick and he's believable i will give him that when you listen to him you're like oh that sounds nice he's going to be tough on crime now Thank you, Gavin. Try it. Please try it. He will tell you to your face. I think we should immediately prosecute these people that are ripping off all of the stores in San Francisco. And yet every day they just completely raid them and nothing happens. He is a he is he will tell you one thing to your face and his actions say something totally different. However, the Democrats in California are mad at him because these latest this latest batch of bills that went to him that were pretty radical, including environmental stuff and crime bills, everything that was really radical, he actually vetoed. So he's preparing for this. His little trip to China, his vetoes, going on Fox for a debate. I mean, come on. Could anything be more transparent? How often do you see Democrats going on Fox? Um, Never. So now he's like, you know what, let me just take DeSantis. And, and this is this is really the Hail Mary for the DeSantis campaign because things have unfortunately been going very poorly for him. And if if Gavin Newsom crushes him tonight, then, you know, that he, he this is either the end for Gavin or this is either the end for Ron DeSantis tonight or he outshines Gavin Newsom in such a way that people start turning their heads again toward him. You know, that's I don't a know. great yeah, that's a great point you mentioned. I mean, DeSantis has a lot on the line here. His campaign is fledgling. You've seen the same stories I have, that the Republican establishment is now pushing uh, Nikki Haley. All the the, the, the donor class and, and the you know the hacks in the party are now behind her. Uh they're kind of you know pushing him aside. So yeah, I mean th- this this could be a spectacular finish, uh not so spectacular, but to his campaign if this is not handled well. And I gotta tell you, I mean, Newsom, I can't stand the guy but he's very good on his feet he's slick and he he has, he has that little smile thing he does and let's face it i'm i'm a confident enough straight male to say it he's a pretty damn good looking guy so he's got it i don't know if uh, you know i mean he's charismatic. I'm a man. I can admit. that's the, that's the thing about gavin newsom he's charismatic there's something charming about him i hate that i'm saying this out loud but it's just true he has a certain charm that has been the criticism of Ron DeSantis the entire time he's running and and the rec- you're not running on your record the politics is different these days everyone sees you constantly your your photo is out there the videos of you are out there and one place that Ron DeSantis has not really shown is in these debates he's 
he's sharp, he's smart, he's saying the right stuff, but there's just nothing that is drawing people to him and saying, man, I just want to go out and have a beer with that guy. The fear is that Gavin Newsom tonight has people eating out of his hands and saying, I mean, maybe it would be interesting to go to the French Laundry. I bet that he'd be a fun guy there. I mean, we won't even have to wear masks, you know? (laughs) Right, and you get a table every time, every time. Exactly. Uh, Tudor, where can people find your excellent podcast? And again, tomorrow, the uh, breaking news, Ken Paxton, the attorney general of Texas, will be Tudor's exclusive guest about his new lawsuit against Pfizer for misleading the public about vaccines and also for censoring people. Where can we listen? Yes, it's the Tudor Dixon podcast. Go to the iHeartRadio app. You can go to Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. You can go to the you can go to TudorDixonPodcast.com or just Follow us on X, and we're going to be putting out a link to it, and we'll put out some clips as well. And what I would say is, if you missed the two times I was on with Tudor, we did a long-form interview both times, and it was a lot of fun. It was great. So go back and listen to that. Pull up the archive. You know what I'm talking about, the old archive? <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and it is really funny, and you'll get to know a lot more about Rich that you probably didn't want to know. <laughs> Tudor Dixon, thanks, my friend. We'll look forward to hearing your interview with Ken Paxton tomorrow. Have a great night. Thank you so much. It's the 5 o'clock happy hour. Happy hour. Brought to you by the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May. Save 15% on midweek stays, Sunday through Thursday. Now till December 31st. Just mention the promo code Zioli at GrandHotelCapeMay.com. All right, uh, 855-839-1210. A lot of things to chat about. Um, Kamala Harris, I was just watching her dodging questions on regulating TikTok, dodging it, trying to dodge it. Speaking of, uh, of political hacks, you know, Tudor made a great point, which is that Gavin Newsom tonight is going to sound like he's tough on crime. Uh, yesterday, I played you the clip of the mayor of Chicago who was blaming crime on Republicans refusal to accept the results of the Civil War as if it was a football game or something like that. All right. Well, here's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez during a teletown hall meeting earlier this week. And the reason why people are fleeing New York City, OK, New York City, it's not the crime. It's not the schools. And she's not completely wrong here about this. But she's just leaving out a lot of other things. But people are leaving New York and they're going to places that are cheaper. But that's because those places are run by Republicans and they also have good schools and they are also safer. So all of those things are also happening. Cut number six. Why is the only conversation in the room cuts and why is there no conversation about revenue raising? And now you might hear some people say, well, it's because we're going to push the wealthy out of New York City and they're going to move out, we have actually seen that the data does not support that. There have been people who move out of New York City, but guess what? The people who are moving out of the city are not are not by and large the wealthiest people. They're the working class that can't afford to live here anymore. They can't afford to live here anymore. That's true. They can't afford to live here anymore. Uh, yeah, it's exactly right. That's because it's run by Democrats. It's run by Democrats. Oh, speaking of Democrats, I want to ask a question. Matt DeSantis, let me ask you this. Uh, They're charging Donald Trump with denying the results of the 2020 election, right? Isn't that like basically the the summation of the charges? Yeah. Yeah. 
Like he's not, he didn't accept the results. He thinks that he actually won and Joe Biden didn't win. Is that mm-hmm. like, a fair, like a fair assessment? That's fair, yes. All right. But he's facing federal charges for that. Correct. Right. But, he, but those are just thoughts and ideas. Yes. He didn't actually do anything, right? He just said things. No, but in their mind, that was enough. But he just believed something. Yes, exactly. So like, like, I believe I'm Batman. I'm clearly not. I can't even hang a freaking picture. So can I get prosecuted for just believing something? I, I mean, you shouldn't be uh, prosecuted, no. It would be a violation of uh, your First Amendment right. But can you be in this country? You can be is what we're learning, yes. All right, so then my question to you is this. Why isn't Kamala Harris getting charged with a crime? I think I know where you're going with this. Should I, should I play the clip? Uh, yes, cut number seven. Russia interfered in the 2016 election, targeting specific groups of Americans with dis and misinformation, with an intention to undermine the American people's confidence in our institutions. Russia interfered in the 2016 election. Democrats are still denying, they're still using Russia as the excuse. I mean, can you believe this? Russia, 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 Russia. Uh, And you're allowed to say it. You're allowed to say it. But if you say that the voting machines were tainted, or if you say that there were people who were cheating in drop boxes, or you say any of those things, you could be facing federal charges. Say Russia interfered in the 2020 election. Eh, that's fine. That's acceptable. In fact, it's still encouraged, actually. It's encouraged. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, you realize something right now. <clears throat> yeah, Stacey Abrams and her supporters, they still get a free pass, right? Has she ever conceded that she lost the race for governor of Georgia? There's a famous, I think it's got to be an eight-minute clip of her basically never conceding that she lost in either of the gubernatorial races. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. The first gubernatorial race, to be clear. Um, do you have it by chance? Uh, I can find it. I, I right, think we good. have it in the archives. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can pull it up in the archives. Again, this is the double standard, right? Democrats are allowed to go out there and deny elections. Democrats are allowed to say whatever they want. They don't get in trouble for it. Republicans go out there and they question the election results and they, they face federal prison time. It's such a it, it, the double standard in this country is just absolutely insane. But I'm telling you right now, like, for example, I'll give you this in Arizona. An election official who refused to canvass election results just got indicted by a grand jury. The indictment marks a rare instance of criminally prosecuting people connected to the vote canvassing being dragged out last year in six Arizona counties. There's a lot of funny business that went went on in Arizona in 2016 and also when Carrie Lake ran for governor. A lot of funny business. Officials in a rural Arizona county who delayed canvassing the 2022 general election results have been criminally charged. A grand jury in Maricopa County Superior Court has indicted Cochise County Supervisors Peggy Judd and Tom Crosby on one count each of conspiracy and interference of an election officer. The repeated attempts to undermine our democracy are unacceptable, said the Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays. I took an oath to uphold the rule of law. and My office will continue to enforce Arizona's election laws and support our election officials as they carry out the duties and responsibilities of their offices. Now, it's a rare it's a rare instance of criminally prosecuting people connected to the vote canvassing. I guess it was dragged out last year in six Arizona counties and in, in December. Uh, The Cochise County certified election, the results, but only after a judge ruled that Crosby and Judd, both Republicans, were breaking the law by refusing to sign off on the vote count by the deadline. 
See what I mean? They're Republicans, so they get prosecuted. They're Republicans, they get prosecuted. Their argument is that they weren't satisfied that the machines used to tabulate ballots were properly certified for use in elections. That was their, that was their, that's their argument. But if you're a Democrat, it's fine. You, you, can, you can pull this crap, no problem. Jersey, this stuff happens all the time. Votes will come in like months later. They'll be like, oh, well, we got the election results wrong. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey, look at these mail-in ballots. that just fell out of my pants. That, is that a mail-in ballot? And they're just happy to see me. Like a lot of mail-in ballots. But you're Republicans and you argue that the machines are tainted. The machines have problems and you, won't, you refuse to certify the results. You're an election official. Then they'll prosecute you. This is this is the double standard. This is the difference. One of one of the people said uh, who's been charged here said, "I don't feel like I broke a law, but obviously the courts had different feelings." If they were Democrats, they could have kept that election open until they had the number of votes that came in. Look, you know as well as I do, and we've talked about this. There's number of elections in Pennsylvania where the Republican went to bed leading and woke up and lost the race because mail-in ballots were opened. I mean, really, went to bed a winner, woke up a loser. Because in Pennsylvania, for example, they they decided, all right, so the law says ballot has to be signed, dated, but eh, you know what? It really doesn't have to be signed and dated because if it's not signed and it's not dated, but you're voting for the right people, eh, we're going to let you do it. And you go, yeah, but the law says the ballot has to be signed and dated. Eh, yeah, but, you know, we got wiggle room and whatnot. Wiggle room, it's a democracy. So, uh, yeah, you know, things is wiggle. And you, you turn around and you go, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, it makes no sense. The law is very clear. If somebody sends in a ballot, it's called a, a naked ballot that it don't have, they didn't sign it, they didn't date it. And even if there were no postmarks on it, and no postmark indicates it wasn't mailed. Like, this is the thing. I love, I remember this about 2020's election in Pennsylvania, like it was yesterday. The Supreme Court of Pennsylvania said, that ballots can be accepted if they if they have a postmark uh, that's ineligible, like you couldn't read it, or no postmark at all. That's just basically saying, hey, just walk over and hand in ballots. They don't even have to have a postmark. So just bring them to us. How many do you need? And that's what happens. Of course it's what happens. Somebody calls up and goes, hey, Johnny, hey, how many votes to put, uh, you know, Frankie's cousin over the top? What do you need? 40? 50? All right, I'll bring you 75. We'll call it even. And, and then next thing you know, the Democrat wins again. And then you, what you would do, and a, a sane person would turn around and go, there's not a postmark on this. How can you say these are late-received bail ballots? There's no postmark. When things go through the United States postal system, it leaves a mark. It leaves a mark. It's called a postmark. How can you turn around and tell us that this – when? And you go, yeah, well, that's the funny thing, you know. Sometimes when these things go through the mail system and whatnot, the guy forgets to stamp them. I mean, you know, ah, it's the craziest freaking thing, but they're busy. They got letters to Santa and uh, catalogs. So, you know, they might miss a stamp, but it's all good. It was mailed. Oh, it was? Yeah, I got the guy that I got, just got out of the box like five minutes ago. Mailbox right there. You got it out of that mailbox? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just by, by, right right now. I just opened it up. Do you have the keys? Can you open it up and let me see? No, I don't have I don't mean I don't have them on me. I mean, I I just I opened them up. I went I, I took a leak. I, I put them back in my lock, came back and then I brought you the ballots. But no, it's all good. They were in the mail. Really. That's I mean, that's I'm not exaggerating. Like, that's what happens. 
That literally happens. Here's Stacey Abrams with a montage of her denying the election results. I can't wait till she's indicted by a federal grand jury. Uh, take a listen. I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Just using the word rigged, using the word steal, do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I, I don't, because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe was a stolen election, and I'm not saying they stole it from me, they stole it from the voters of Georgia. Back to the outside, ask if I'm ever going to concede. The answer is no. This is not a speech of concession. Because concession means to acknowledge an action is right, true, or proper. And I will not concede because the erosion of our democracy is not right. People are like, man, you man. It was not a free and fair election. I think the election was stolen from the people of Georgia. I believe it was stolen from the voters. Thousands of Georgians had their voices stolen because they were not able to cast ballots. And they cannot be guaranteed that their votes will be counted in 2020 if we don't do this right. If what happens to you happens nationally, and we, we see uh, whoever runs for, whoever wins the Democratic nominee, if they say, actually, I can prove that there's a number of votes in every state that, that and, the, and the, the same thing that you just described happens in multiple states, should they concede? I do not think we should concede an election until we know the results of an election. I still fundamentally believed it could be fair. And that's just not how life works. If it looks like it's cheating, it probably is. If it looks like it's rigged, it probably is. We've been raised to believe that it is invalid, in fact, it's uncouth. I said that the election was stolen from anyway. I think you get the point. Uh, 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zealy. So I can't wait for her to face federal charges for all those things she just said. I imagine she's going to be indicted at any moment. By the way, some breaking news. Dr. Anthony Fauci, Asanto Fauci, Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease doctor, you always have to say that by law, is going to testify to the Republican Oversight Committee on COVID lab leak and gain of function research. I'll give you a little detail into that. Plus, Donald Trump can actually win the general election. There's a story from Politico about that that I'm going to share with you. And you will never, ever believe what they're slamming an actress over. Uh, It's another example of woke gone crazy. I'll give you that too. And a question for you. Um, the shoplifting problem in America, the, the, the shoplifting epidemic in America, what do you do if you're a worker? We know we've talked about stores writing off billions in dollars in stolen goods. We've talked about how stores are closing. But what do you do if you're a worker and you're consistently subjected to an unsafe environment that puts your physical safety at risk? I'll tell you what you do straight ahead. But first, as we continue along here on a very, very busy what are we? It's uh, thir- is it really Thursday? This week has flown by. Oh, that's great. Great news. OK, that means that we are one day closer to the weekend and one day closer to firing up that grill and putting on some Omaha steaks, baby. Omaha steaks. It's great. I mean, Omaha steaks is the absolute best. There is no doubt in my mind that five generations of this family business has meant everything in terms of their commitment to quality. Use my name, Zioli. You're going to get an extra $30 off your order. They age their steaks 28 days, a minimum of 28 days. 
and and really realize when I tell you that that aging of a steak uh, does something very special for it. It really does. And those low energy steaks you get in the grocery store, they're not aged 28 days. I doubt it anyway. But Omaha steaks, every steak, aged 28 days, then it's flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and sent right to you. Even the process ensures the steak is going to be absolutely perfect and doesn't get any water, anything. That's per- it's just perfect. And if you sous vide it, you can throw it right into with the bag, just throw it right in the sous vide. Throw it on the grill, a little Omaha steak seasoning. Everybody on your list will say thank you. I'm telling you, nobody returns steak. When was the last time you ran into somebody and said, yeah, you know, I got steaks for Christmas, but I took them back. I didn't want steaks. I mean, you know, if you know that the people on your list like steaks or if they like seafood or if they like chicken, because Omaha Steaks has it all. Restaurant-grade burgers, hot dogs, chicken. They've got comfort meals, easy to prepare for during the week. And, of course, the absolute best steaks from America's heartland, aged 28 days, like butcher's cut filet mignons. Oh, delicious. So go there right now, omahasteaks.com, 50% off site-wide savings. Minimum order may be required. And when you use my name, Zioli, when you check out, first of all, they know that I sent you. And number two, you get $30 off your order. So Z-E-O-L-I. OmahaSteaks.com, promo code Zioli. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, so, today was a special day for a good friend of mine, by the way, who served the people of South Jersey with distinction for 28 years as a police officer in Cinnamonson, New Jersey, uh, rising to the rank of captain. And today was his final day on the job. So I want to thank my friend, A.J. Andrew Johnson, Cinnamons and Police Department captain, for 28 years of distinguished service to the people of Cinnamons and the surrounding communities. You are a great guy. You are a hero. And we thank you for your service, my friend. Enjoy retirement. You've earned it. You deserve it. And you and your beautiful family will have a great time spending time together, making memories and I look forward to toasting you for 28 years of distinguished service, Captain Andrew Johnson of the Cinnamons and Police Department. And of course, I would have to say his badge number. I'd be remiss if I did not. 2049. 
course, you have to do that when you're a cop. You got to make sure. I mean, I'm not a cop, but when you are giving recognition to an officer, you better make sure you do that. In this case, Captain, farewell. Good job. And uh, glad you finished your last shift safely. Very, very important to do. All right. As we continue on the show today, let me uh, bring up a couple of things. Now, first of all, there's a gag order on Donald Trump again today. An appeals court has reinstated a gag order in the Trump fraud case. Judge Arthur Engeron issued the gag order after Trump lashed out at a staffer. So the I, I've told you before, you know, the First Amendment is completely under attack in this country. There is no freedom of speech. We are we have the censorship uh, committees that are going after us all the time, taking down what we say and putting up their own message constantly all the time doing that. And now if you are charged by the government of your state or by the federal government with a crime, you can't even speak out about it. You can't even talk about it. You, I mean, the, you, the, look, the Fifth Amendment gives you the right not to say anything, but there's nothing that says if the government charges you with a crime, you're not allowed to talk about it. It's up to you. I mean, it's not good legal advice. Many times people don't recommend it. You know, the old thing is if you get charged with a crime, shut up, say nothing, zip it and let the process work out and let your attorney handle it. But Donald Trump's different. He's running for president of the United States. He's a presidential candidate. So when he goes on town halls and forums and he gives speeches, he has to address this. There are people who are wondering if he's guilty. He needs to address it. And in this case, this is a hostile political prosecution of him, both in New York and on the federal level as well. A hostile political prosecution. And there's no doubt in my mind he has every right to speak out against it and to call these people out for what they're doing to him. First of all, these are public figures. This judge is an elected official. This judge ran for office. He's a public official. You give up your rights for people not to talk about you when you enter the public arena. You enter public life and then uh, all bets are off. People can talk about you now. And the federal prosecutor, the special counsel, Jack Smith, that guy is also a public figure. So the fact that Trump can't talk about this, can't blast these people who are prosecuting him under what? uh, Why? Why not? What's the reason? He made a joke that the law, I think the law clerk or the judge was dating Chuck Schumer, which again, I mean, as women would be disgusted to ever be associated with Chuck Schumer. So I get it. Like, that's gross. It's disgusting to be, to, you know, and I feel bad for her that she, people ever thought that she was with Chuck Schumer. But still, I mean, that doesn't exactly rise to the level of, of, of telling people to go hurt her. And so they, they walk around and they gloss around to this guise of, well, his words could inspire somebody to do something. That's not the standard we use. The First Amendment's very clear. And you heard Michael Schellenberger talk about this earlier. Unless you are coming out and telling people to specifically do specific violence, the Supreme Court says you have the right to say these things. So I can say things like, let's take back our country. And, uh, but now they prosecute you for it. Like that guy who was outside the Capitol on January 6th, 2021, who was chanting 1776. For that, he's in prison. Or that guy who uh, put up a meme, you know, the meme that told Hillary supporters to text their vote. Yeah, that guy is in in jail for 60 days, 60 days of federal prison time. This is truly, truly a scary time we're living in. But, you know, Trump, look, he's running for president. So say I'm 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 an undecided voter. Say I'm a suburban mom. I identify as one, by the way. And my minivan is fabulous. Uh, Say I'm a suburban mom. I keep hearing about how suburban women in outside of Philadelphia are going to decide this election. Every other day, there's an article about something that says suburban women voters are the key to 2024. 
every freaking day. So, all right, I'm a suburban woman. I'm going to put myself in, in your shoes for a moment. And I don't like Trump. I don't like his tweets. I don't like uh, him personally. I find him to be vile. But when he was president, we didn't need an extra $11,400 a year just to be where we were when he was president. That story from CBS News yesterday says the average American needs $11,400 now, right now, to just have the same standard of living they had in January of 2021. Okay. Now, I don't like Trump. I think he's vile. I don't like his tweets, but I really miss his policies. But they're charging him with all these crimes. So I don't know. I mean, do we want a guy who's crooked in office, even though I've heard them say that about Joe Biden, but Joe Biden is able to go out there and defend himself and Trump doesn't even talk about it. So maybe it's true. See, Trump has a responsibility and also a right to convince me a suburban female voter outside of Philadelphia that I'm innocent. This is a, this is a government persecution. This is a political persecution by a prosecutor who's hell bent on getting me. There's, I, I didn't even do anything wrong. I, I, I did the same thing Stacey Abrams did and, and Kamala Harris and all these other people. I just did not, I don't believe the election was the way they say it was. It's exactly what Hillary Clinton said after 2016. She said, I don't think the election was the way it was. I think the Russians, I'm, I think I won. That's it. And in New York State, the attorney general literally ran for office saying that she was going to get me. She literally ran for office saying that she was going to get me. So come on, give me a break. He has a right to say those things to, to, to the core audience of voters, but this is why they do the gag order. They want to hurt him politically. This is all about hurting him politically. But the good news for him is, though, the lesser Cuomo uh, is considering voting for Trump. Yes, News Nation host Chris Cuomo, who's always trying, always trying to make news for himself. And the lesser has made some news this week because, well, his brother, you know, there's rumors that the love gov may run for mayor of New York. Uh, and so then that kind of brought the Cuomos back into the spotlight a little bit. So former CNN host Chris Cuomo appears to be open to voting for Trump over Joe Biden. Cut number nine. It's if it's Biden, Trump. Look, for me again, um, we survived a Trump administration. Uh, would we survive another one? Yes. Yes. I don't think there's any greater risk to America with him than with Biden. And for people who are now going to attack me and say, what are you talking about? Trump is like this crazy man. Well, look, you know, as Patrick says, the data is the data. Nobody was trying to kill us when Trump was president in a way that they're not now. If anything, there's more hostility. And you can have reasons for that any way you want. I'm just saying existentially, I'm not afraid of a Trump presidency. Um, existentially, I'm not afraid of another Biden presidency because unlike many people in America, I believe he's such a blowhard. The is oh, much stronger hang than on any- a second here. Stop it for a second. He's such a freaking blowhard. Would you just get to the point? Would you just get to the freaking point? All right, keep going. The individual leader. Um, we survived the Russia thing. We survived January what Russia 6th. Thing? Stop we it, survived stop it. What, 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 what's the Russia thing? What's the, what's the Russia thing? The, the run on vodka during COVID? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I drank a lot of vodka during COVID. I admit it. Vodka clubs, all right. What's the Russia thing? What is he? I, I assume he's talking about Russia collusion, Matt DeSantis. I'm assuming that that's what he means. <laughs> I think he was talking about the same thing Kamala Harris referenced during her interview with Andrew Ross Sorkin. 
that the Russians interfered in the 2016 election. Exactly. Which, of course, now means that you're an election denier, which means you should be prosecuted. Right? We've established that standard, have we not? <laughs> All right, so the lesser Cuomo says the Russia thing. Do you think he's thinking about something else? Maybe, Matt, he's thinking about From Russia with Love, the uh, James Bond movie. Great James Bond movie. I actually watched that the other night. Did you really? Yeah. Now, I'm curious about that now. Why would you watch From Russia with Love? Like, what inspired you to watch that movie? Uh, I just Were they showing it in first class? That's the question I have immediately. <laughs> no, the first thing that comes to mind. Was it a first class showing? No, I watched it on my own time. I don't know. I just felt like watching a James Bond movie and figured I'd go uh, with From Russia with Love. I contend that that is a top five all-time Bond film. Yeah. That's a good one. Maybe he's talking about that. Maybe he also agreed it was the best James Bond, one of the top five James Bond movies. I still think um, the next James Bond is going to be a freaking disaster. You know that you know it's it's over, right? It's got to be over. They're going to pick a loser. I mean, even if they pick somebody good, what are the chances that that person is better than no. Daniel Craig? I'd say very no. slim. It's going to be some beta male who's going to be like, I don't like guns, you know? I don't like kissing women. I like being friends. Like, the first thing the new James Bond is going to do is just want to be every girl's friend. He's going to be like that guy in high school who was always in the friend zone. Me. <laughs> but... <laughs> Even with your uh, SCOTUS tapes? Yeah, it was surprising, right? Driving around, listening to Supreme Court or oral arguments. It's hard to believe I was always in the friend zone. But I know... I, I'm as shocked as you are. <laughs> so back to the lesser here. Uh, and maybe he'll get to his freaking point. Go ahead. Yeah, you got about 50 seconds to go, but we're getting oh, there. Pain, it's painful, painful. Um, we survived the Russia thing. We survived <clears throat> January 6th. We survived having Biden as a gaffe machine. We survived uh, Congress uh, going after each other and doing nothing for the rest of us. We survive these things. Are we better for it? No. Uh, should we be doing things differently? Yes. I think it happens. I don't know when. I don't even know why. But, you know, in terms of who I'm going to vote for, I would really have to see where we are at that moment in time. Uh, and So you're open to a Trump vote? I am always open. And I'll tell you this. People say, oh, bull****, you've never voted for a Republican in your life. Wrong. And not only have I, the first vote I ever cast was for a Republican. Wow. Really? That's, that's, uh, that, uh, we're, all, we're all so impressed by that. He's such a blowhard, honestly. He thinks we're all supposed to be impressed that he voted for a Republican at some point. Who the hell cares who you voted for? But, hey, here we are. All right, listen, Emmons Roofing and Siding, my great friends at Emmons, they do fantastic work. You know, Matt and Stephanie, they pride themselves on making sure they do an excellent job each and every time. The entire team at Emmons is like that. And I want to tell you something, too. The house that we just moved out of, Emmons did a lot of great work on that house in the six years we owned it. And the first thing they did was the new roof, then the windows, the doors, and they remodeled our kitchen and bathroom because Emmons is now in the kitchen and bathroom remodeling side of the company as well, which is great because they do a fantastic job. We were thrilled with the work that Emmons did. And if you have a shore house too, I want you to think about something. Winter is coming. And if you have any even minor roof problems, it's going to cause you bigger problems during the winter and then when the warm weather comes. So reach out to Emmons today for a free inspection of your roof. You can go to the Emmons Design Showroom in Cherry Hill and see for yourself the great work they do. Or go to EmmonsRemodeling.com. 
take a look at some of the remodeling projects that they've worked on. They do an outstanding job. The difference with Emmons versus other companies is their commitment to using the highest quality uh, materials and also the craftsmanship, the work, all of it. You will be happy. On time, on budget, they clean up when they're done. And I've been using them now for six years. They've already started some projects on my new home. I'm excited to share that with you as well. They already replaced some skylights for me. And tomorrow they're coming to do uh, some other work as well. So reach out to them. If I've trusted them all these years, you know you can trust them. Emmonsroofing.com. Emmonsroofing.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. By the way, you know what? I've always been a fan of Bradley Cooper as an actor. I don't know the guy's politics. I don't really care. Uh, he's very good as uh, Rocket in the Avengers movies, Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's a good actor. He's funny. Uh, and he's an Eagles fan. And he's a selfless Eagles fan as well. I hate ever playing clips of Woke Howard Stern, but ignore the fact that, uh, oh, he's at the DNC convention. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's probably a lefty. I, like I told you, I don't really care. It doesn't change my opinion. I'll, if I want to watch a movie, even if the actors are raging lefty, I don't. I leave my politics out of it for my own happiness. If I enjoy it, I'm watching it. I don't care. Like, I, I think Chris Evans is a great Captain America. He and he probably would hate my guts. I don't care. I like the guy as Captain America. I'm able to separate politics from everything. I think you have to. I think it's healthy to do so. Not everything has to be political. Not everything does. You can disagree with somebody and still like their movies. I mean, really, you can. It's okay. In fact, it's probably better for society if we could all just acknowledge that and and stop canceling each other just because we don't agree politically. That would be a good thing. By the way, here's Bradley Cooper, what he'd rather see happen, uh, cut 13. Big question, and I really want you to answer this in a serious manner. Okay. Sophie's Choice for 2024. You win the Oscar, not only for Best Director, but Best Actor, and Carrie Mulligan wins Best Actress, or... The Eagles have a Super Bowl victory. What Eagles do you Super choose? Bowl victory. Eagles. What? Wow. What? I'm lying I'm now, sick. aren't you? I think he's right. Super Bowl victory. Do we believe him? What's the consensus? I I 100% believe him because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Who cares about an Oscar anymore? That's a good point. That's a fair point, Henry Machette. That's like, a fair point. <laughs> Like, can, Rich, tell me, tell me this. Who won the Oscar for anything last year? Just any, any uh, award. The guy from Goonies. The kid from uh, Goonies that's won true. something. That's true. Yeah. K.E. Kwan, yeah. No, yeah. I posed that question to Matt DeSantis earlier today, and he couldn't give me an answer either. But I, uh, that is well, one. The only that reason I know that, Bill Henry, is because every year Dr. Maz does an Oscars party. Uh. It's a tradition. And I go over there and I, I participate. And DeSantis was there as well. And what I think we we came in the last two, right? Yeah, we were uh, second to last and dead last, and uh, I was not the one in dead last. <laughs> I was. <laughs> we were in a competition for a Bottom while. Bottom two ain't two. <laughs> right, exactly. I was dead last, so I was the furthest from the winner. <laughs> but it's all right. That's the only reason I know the answer to that question. But if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, that matters more. I don't believe him. I think he wants an Oscar. Nah, banners fly forever. I don't believe him either, Rich. Yeah. He's lying. He wants an Oscar. Yeah, he, he absolutely does. wants that Oscar. Of course. We are going to be in the Super Bowl, though. I'm trying. I want to do something fun. I don't know if we can pull this off, but uh, maybe a Super Bowl watch party. I do know we'll be at the Grand Hotel December 15th. So mark your calendar for that. We'll be at the Grand Hotel December 15th. Um, Harvard. I hate Harvard so much. I really do. And I hate every person who ever went there, with the exception of 
Alan Dershowitz because he teaches there. <laughs> he comes on the show and makes national news when he does. Anybody else? Nope, that's it. Nobody? <laughs> I literally hate everybody else who went to Harvard. Especially you. And if you were thinking I was going to give you a pass. I was hoping. Oh, yeah, no chance. When we get back, I'm going to tell you what Harvard is doing and why it is that the uh, the, the, the indoctrination schools, you got to just wonder, is this really a good move for your money and for your children? I'll tell you about that. Plus, James O'Keefe goes undercover to expose a Chinese-funded biolab, and Trump calls out left-wing lunatics pushing for a return to COVID. Big fourth and final hour straight ahead. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.